Hi, I'm Madison Asher, and you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Today, I'm interviewing Bryce Asberg, a representative from Hillsdale's Helping Hands Pregnancy Resource Center. Bryce, to begin, can you give a little background about the Pregnancy Resource Center movement nationwide? Yeah, absolutely, Madison. That, that's a great question. So Pregnancy Resource Center started in the United States in, uh, in the 1980s, shortly after the Roe versus Wade decision that forced abortion on the entire country. And so pro-life movement and Christians in particular responded by creating these pregnancy centers that would really meet women and men in, in these crisis pregnancy situations with love and with the compassion of Christ and the resources that they need to make a decision for life. And to this day, there are now over 2,700 pregnancy centers across the country. Uh, Very few of them take government funding. All of them offer their services entirely for free. And it's really been an incredible movement that's happened without much central planning or central organization. And it's just been an outpouring of love and support from communities all across the country. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the pro-life movement specifically? Absolutely. Yeah, when I was in high school, I started the pro-life club at, at my high school. And there was a little bit of Uh, legal controversy associated with that and so some press stories and news interviews and you know I like to joke that once you're on the front page of your local paper as the abortion (laughs) kid there's really no going back Um, which is kind of a joke and kind of not a joke it was a means that God used to to lead me in this direction but ever since I I first heard what abortion was when my parents explained it to me I remember just being captivated by it and so heartbroken Uh, And it was something that I knew that I had to do something about. So ever since then, I've really been on this trajectory. I say that God has given me a burden for this issue um, that I I can't exactly trace where it came from. But I think it's just his leading in my life to put me on this path. And it's the work that I feel called to. And so since high school, I've been involved with it in different capacities. And being the director at Helping Hands Pregnancy Center is just the latest step for me. Now, to focus in more locally, what kinds of services does Helping Hands provide to the Hillsdale community? Helping Hands has a range of services, and it's a, it's a growing list, actually, which is encouraging to be able to say. Uh, a key part of what we do is, well, we have pregnancy tests and options counseling for these women and men that find, find themselves in these challenging pregnancies. And uh, come October, we'll be adding in free 3D ultrasounds um, to be able to confirm that pregnancy with an ultrasound, but also to give the gift of here is give give the gift of a picture of the life that God has given to these women and men, which is really incredible. Uh, and ultrasound technology is just awesome, the way that it has changed over time, and th- those 3D ultrasounds in particular. So we're really excited about adding that capacity. Uh, really, a, I, I think the most valuable resource we have to give to these women and men is our volunteers. And so a lot of that, a lot of our support happens in the context of one-on-one mentoring. They can sign up for Earn While You Learn parenting classes. So they come in every week and meet with a mentor that goes through curriculum that teaches about pregnancy development and just pregnancy in general, as well as parenting lessons. And so they, they end up with relationships with our mentors that go on for years. And each class that they come to, they get baby bucks that they can spend in our baby blessing store for things like cribs and strollers and toys and everything that you might need, uh, with the exception of diapers and baby clothes, because we give those for free. So once a month, uh, a family can come in and retrieve six to eight outfits for each of their children, um, up up to 4T, and then all the diapers and formula that they need for that month. And so that's that's a lot of what we do with the, the one-on-one mentoring and the Earn While You Learn program, additional material assistance as it's needed, 
and then the pregnancy tests, options counseling, and the, the free ultrasounds. The Pregnancy Center recently changed names from Alpha Omega to Helping Hands. Uh, describe the reasoning behind that name change. That, that's a great question, and thank you for the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, any name needs to convey what you do, uh, and it needs to convey that to the people who need to know it. And so Alpha Omega is rich with important Christian symbolism, uh, but Alpha Omega Care Center was our full name, and it, it's not immediately clear from that title who we are or what services we provide. There's also an Omega Physical Therapy in town, and so it could be a little confusing with that too. So Helping Hands Pregnancy Resource Center is just immediately clear and it communicates that welcoming environment, welcoming and supportive environment that we provide to every woman and man who comes through our doors. So that is the, that, that was kind of the reasoning is that this is, it's clear of who we are and it communicates what we need to communicate to the people we need to communicate to. Earlier in the interview, you described several ways that Helping Hands can support um, expectant mothers in the Hillsdale community. What role do you believe that men have to play in the pro-life movement? Men have a critical role to play. Um, it, you know, I, I truly believe that abortion, we're not going to see an end to abortion in this land until men stand up. Uh, they have a critical role to care for the vulnerable. And who's more vulnerable than an abortion-minded, abortion-vulnerable woman, uh, as well as that pre-born child? I mean, this is really part of the biblical mandate for all Christians to love and support the vulnerable. But for men especially, and I mean, in individual circumstances, all too often we see these women in, in these crisis pregnancies where the men have abandoned them and they haven't stood up and they haven't taken that responsibility. And so often if they would, the women would be in a much better place if they would stand up and support the women and children in their lives. So abortion is not going to end until men stand up. Uh, one of those ways is by taking those responsibilities for the people closest to us, the people that we say that we love. Uh, but also just indirectly for others. And so I, I see my role here as director at Helping Hands as an opportunity to take a leading role in the local pro-life movement and to, to send that message that men need to take responsibility and they need to care for women and children in our lives. And I, I would just add a note that anyone who's been involved with pro-life work for a while could tell you that there are not, the pro-life organization is not composed of men conspiring in dark rooms for ways to restrict women's rights. I mean, it, that's just not the case. In fact, it's actually hard to find men leading pro-life organization. You think of large pro-life groups, Americans United for Life, Susan B. Anthony List, Students for Life of America. All of them are led by bright, capable, incredible women. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. But we actually need more men <laughs> to be willing to step up and take leadership roles in some of these pro-life organizations. It's just, it's dominated by women. Uh, and so it, it's, it's a need for both men and women to stand together and care for the vulnerable. Is there a personal story that you can describe from your time in the pro-life movement that speaks to, you know, the significance of the services a pregnancy resource center can provide? Yeah, well, several of them, several of them jump to mind. Um, you know, all too often women in crisis pregnancies feel alone. And sometimes they feel pressured to abort by others in their lives, but often they just feel alone and they feel isolated. And they will say that if there had been someone that they knew cared about them and was willing to support them and stand with them, that they never would have gotten an abortion. And so I've talked with post-abortive women before for whom that was their story. And they said, wow, if someone had been there when I was pregnant and told me the things that you're telling me now, I never would have gotten an abortion. 
And, and that's really the heartbeat of what we do. It's because we know that there are those women in our community, those abortion vulnerable women who need someone to come alongside them. And they're willing to make a choice for life. They're just scared and they're alone. Well, they think that they're alone. <laughs> Um, and they don't know that there are resources out there to help them. And so we know that there are women and men in our community, and that describes them. And so we're eager to get our name out there so that they know when they find themselves in a crisis pregnancy, they're not alone, but we're here for them. As with many polarizing issues, there are a lot of people who oppose the pro-life movement who might spread misconceptions or myths about the role of a pregnancy center in expectant mothers' lives. Um, are there any in particular that you feel need to be debunked? Mm. Yeah, well, y there's several. And so I'm, I'm also grateful for that question. Um, pregnancy centers are effective. They're good at what they do. And that makes the abortion industry scared. So in, in the last decade, we've seen a refocused push from some pro-abortion groups like NARAL uh, to, to attack the pregnancy center movement. And they sometimes will even send in fake clients uh, to report back or try to, try to have a bad interaction so that they can uh, make a stink about it. And so that's an unfortunate thing because really this work doesn't need to be polarizing because every woman in a crisis pregnancy should be met with love and compassion and an honest exploration of her options. So, I mean, often it's said that we give out fake information, which is just not true. We strive in everything that we do to be honest and to conduct ourselves with integrity and only offer the best information uh, or that we're an environment of judgment and shame, which is the exact opposite of everything that the pregnancy center movement is about. I mean, it just across the country staffed with the most wonderful volunteers and exactly the kind of supportive women and men that that you would want to be around. And so there's none of these allegations are are based in truth. Um, I also think of well, the simple fact that pregnancy center movements have an over 90% satisfaction rate from the people who actually come through our doors and use our services. And if you think about the fact that these are women and men who are often at the hardest points in their lives, struggling, unsure of what they're going to do, needing help, and to have over 90% satisfied with what we're doing when we are interacting sometimes with these polarizing issues is just a testament to the love and support that characterizes the pregnancy centers across the country. This is Madison Asher speaking to Bryce Asberg on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. If a listener has a friend or a family member who's experiencing a crisis pregnancy, how should they go about reaching out to them to support them in an effective way? That's a very important question, Madison. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of things that, that run into our brains that we start thinking about in a situation such as this. And so I would encourage someone in the situation that you just described to pause and to pray and to seek the Lord's wisdom. Uh, because ultimately we need his wisdom when we're, when we're having these challenging conversations. And then also to, to make sure to listen, uh, to have a conversation with love and to not just seek to, to push your agenda or act like you know all the answers, but to actually sit down and take the time to understand someone and where they're coming from, your friend's concerns, uh, the different things that are running through their mind. Um, and then I, I would encourage them to find a pregnancy center near them. As I mentioned, there's 2,700 of them across the country. And so 
there's probably not there's probably one not far from where you are uh, and it, find out what those resources are be aware of how they can help and then be the go-between for your friend and for the pregnancy center help them to make an appointment or go with them to bring the support that they need so that, so that they know that they're not alone uh, but communicating to them honestly listening being there for them um, and being a supportive friend who will want to see them do the right thing for themselves and for their child. And so to not be afraid to have a hard conversation with them uh, and to encourage them toward life, but only after you've listened first. Make sure that you're listening and loving. Uh, and yeah, don't be afraid to tap into the resources of the local pregnancy centers because we've got great things to offer to help and wonderful women and men who have been trained uh, to work with those in these crisis pregnancies. If a listener from the Hillsdale community wants to support Helping Hands specifically, what are some ways they can help out? Well, the three main ways that I think of are financially. So pregnancy centers are often run on pretty small budgets. That's certainly true for ours. And they do a, a lot of good with the little that they have, uh, but they could do even more with more. And so encouraging them to give sacrificially, uh, but not just of money, but also of time. And there's various needs. It, it goes far beyond just counseling the women and men in crisis pregnancies. Well, that certainly is a need. Uh, but to be a one-on-one -on -one parenting mentor or to even offer to help fix sinks, if that's your skill set. I had a man in my church offer to do that. And that was a great encouragement to know that he's to look at yourselves and see what gifts you have, the way God has made you to help, and then see how you can fit those into the needs of the pregnancy center. Uh, certainly, there's always a need for donations of diapers or baby clothes or baby toys or all sorts of things like that. So material donations are helpful as well. Um, but the third thing I would say is just to pray. Uh, if you, Not everyone can be out there on the front lines working with, with the women and men in these situations, but everyone can pray. Uh, and pray that the people who need our services would know about us and would come to us. Uh, pray for strength for our volunteers and for the provision of what we need uh, and that we would be an effective way of communicating both the love of Christ and the, the love that we have for the women and men and for their children, too. Aside from volunteering or supporting Helping Hands directly, are there valuable ways that listeners can support the pro-life movement nationwide? Well, you know, I think the three ways that I described are just generally true for the pro-life movement also. To give financially or to look at yourselves and your gifts and to join a good organization and to help them. I know there's an abundance of, of strong pro-life groups that are doing really good work. I've interned for a number of them and been encouraged by my experience there. Uh, I think of Americans United for Life or Alliance Defending Freedom. Heartbeat International and CareNet are two large groups of pregnancy centers that work to do exactly the kind of thing that I'm describing in, in communities all across the country. So just to, to look at yourself and see how you can serve, um, and certainly not to forget about prayer. I think there's a lot of controversy right now, and a really chaos in the land over abortion legislation, and it gets pretty confusing. Uh, but to pray, there will be some important Supreme Court decisions coming up related to this question. So it's a great time to rededicate ourselves. And Supreme Court cases are such a humbling thing because we know that there's nothing that we can do. There's nothing I can do to sway Chief Justice Roberts on any of these things. Uh, and so it really forces us to recognize our dependence on God. And so I hope that, that Christians across the land will seek his face. Uh, now is a critical time on this issue. And I think that it really could be, could be a turning point. And I mean, to that effect, 
on the day that Roe is overturned, it's just going to make the work of pregnancy centers so much more important. And I, I hear that we're seeing that in Texas right now, that with abortion being almost banned, I mean, effectively banned after the six week of pregnancy, there's just a huge influx of women in crisis pregnancies for whom abortion is no longer an option and they're turning to pregnancy resource centers. So we're going to need to be equipped with the staffing capacity and with the financial capacity to serve a whole, a, a huge increase, uh, the likes of which we've never seen before. And that's going to have to happen all across the country. So it, it's, a, it's really a time of preparation in the pregnancy center movement because our work is more critical now than ever. Finally, where can listeners go for more information, either on Helping Hands specifically or on the pro-life movement? For Helping Hands, you can find us at helpinghandsprc.org. That's helpinghandsprc.org. Uh, certainly any local listeners can call in if they have any questions or any way we can be of assistance at 517-437-7020. Uh, as I mentioned, Heartbeat International is a great resource. It's a, an affiliation of 2,300 pregnancy centers across the world. They do really good work in equipping pregnancy centers to minister effectively to women and men in crisis pregnancies, as well as Care, uh, CareNet. They work with seven or 800 pregnancy centers and do very good work there. So if you're interested in, in the pregnancy center movement, that's a great place to start. Um, the Charlotte Lozier Institute is a, a very solid pro-life research arm, and they put out really good things. They had, had an incredible survey of pregnancy centers across the country that came out a year or two ago. And just in 2019, uh, pregnancy centers in the U.S. provided over 400,000 free ultrasounds to women in crisis pregnancies. Uh, that, so that's about $125 million worth of ultrasounds right there. So that's real value that's being brought to communities all across this land. So that, those, those would be a couple of good places to start. That sounds wonderful. Uh, this has been Madison Asher speaking to Bryce Asberg from the Hillsdale Helping Hands Pregnancy Center on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.